This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yeah. Oh, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast presented by Miller Lite. We love Miller Lite. Celebrate responsibly. Jack Fritz. It's September. It's the Phillies. Welcome. Welcome. This is, uh, we're back. It, it, it would appear. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I would say the Phils are back. Yeah, like this is, this the- is, you're right. This is the most the Phils are back the Phils have ever been. This is as back as they get. September Phillies baseball is here. Celebrate. Yeah. And I, I gotta be honest. Uh, I am so disappointed in them. Like, I don't really have any other way to put it. Like, I am just... I'm disappointed that they're that this team's doing it again. And it's annoying that cuz I genuinely felt like and I still mostly feel this way that they are different. But then they go and they do that. And they go out to the West Coast, they go to Arizona, which for some reason they can't figure out how to win at. Um and they first off they blow a seven nothing lead, which is just egregious in and of itself. And that kind of set off the tone for the the entire road trip. Uh, they get destroyed the night after that, and then they come back and they win eighteen to two. It's like oh, okay, it's not a, a total disaster. Like it's obviously annoying, but it's it's one of those okay, whatever. It's a bad series. We'll take it. You win eighteen to two. It's like good bounce back. They keep fighting all that stuff, and then Friday night happens, and it's the first time you know where you're really in playoff contention, where people really feel like this is a real baseball team. And Kyle Gibson goes out and just lays a, a complete egg. They get their doors blown off. Um, and it's like, it's the worst possible way to start September. And I just don't know how a baseball team who is, is like, oh, they're, they're talking to Bob Nightingale about how they're different in all of this. Like, how do you go and get blown out in in? You know, they get blown out Wednesday, uh, Tuesday in Arizona. They blow us up a nothing lead Monday. Uh, they get blown out Friday. And, and I just don't know how a playoff team does that. Um, and a team that's supposed to, be, uh, supposed to be, you know, competing for divisions and stuff like that or competing for legitimate playoff spots. Um, Saturday, like, there's a game they should have won. I mean, they, they were just uh, three different instances where runners were left on base where you got to get the run home. But, you know, winning baseball teams usually do that. They didn't do that. And then yesterday, it was it was kind of like, here we go, a brutal loss to Carlos Rodon, who's dominant. JT gives them a spark late, and then they blow it. It, it was the most old Phillies that the that this current iteration of the Phillies have felt like in a while and I uh I, I'm really disappointed that we're, we're we, we kind of feel like we're back here and I I need them to <clears throat> figure it out they still have a two and a half game lead really three with the the the, the tiebreaker uh, tiebreaker but it's just like I thought you were different and for you to go do that and and just kind of ruin the the hopes of this of this fan base with that kind of west coast trip is just it's just massively disappointing yeah so look um i still think they're gonna make the playoffs i'm not you know totally freaking out it's an incredibly disappointing weekend i think especially because you know no matter how much we all believed in this team no matter how much we were excited about this team i don't think there's a single phillies fan who didn't come into september with you know 
their hackles up, so to speak, like a, you know, a, 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 a fear of being hurt again, Jack, you know, an inherent sense memory in us that that we just know what happens when the clock hits September. And, you know, like, so we all felt it. And I think, you know, we were able to kind of use our brains and say, you know, this team's different. There's a different gear, a whole different thing. Every time they remind us of Philly's team's past, they they fight, fight through adversity and they find ways to win and they go on runs. So, like, I'm going to trust them. And then we get that. So, like, I get it. I think in some ways it's like even, look, it's they lost five of six on a West Coast trip. They're still 12 games over 500. And to your point, essentially three games up on a playoff spot. Like, they used to lose five of six and we'd be, you know, four under. And saying, oh, well, you know, great. You know, like, so they have made improvements. Like, they really have. But to your point, to do it, you know, to start September is is a disaster. And it is just a West Coast trip, right? And this team is not, you know, they've been better in West Coast this year. But historically, this group has really struggled on these types of trips. And certainly these types of trips in September against weird teams for them. They they haven't won in Arizona since 2016, a series they, for some reason, struggle against Kapler and these Giants the last couple of years. So, um, you know, I'm I'm not excusing it. I'm right there with you. It's incredibly disappointing, especially after losing that first game the way you did to, you know, come out lifeless the next night and then explode for that 18-run barrage and then just turtle up again. You lose, what, 13-1 to the next game? Like, it just... It was a disastrous, disastrous road trip, particularly, again, in the context of the Phillies and what we know the Phillies to be the last few years. So I'm right there with you with all of it. I still expect them to come home and be better against the Nationals and Marlins. I expect them to find their way into the playoffs, and I expect them to play better baseball. But, you know, there are concerns. And, again, the Wheeler, uh, you know, elbow thing is concerning now. There's, you know, just all kinds of a lackadaisical feel around a team that had great vibes. Someone decided that calling him Philly Rob would be a good idea. Like there's, there's so many issues right now, Jack, but I, I'm not, I'm not freaking out, but it's incredibly disappointing. Disappointing is such a perfect word because I can't believe we're sitting here talking. To, I didn't even want to do the podcast. I didn't want to do it. It's freaking Labor Day morning at 1140. I want to hang out with my wife and daughter. Normally, I can't wait to talk to you about this team this season. And, like, I didn't want to do it. You're like, we got to do it. I'm like, I know we got to do it. But you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about these guys right now. What bothers me the most, James, is, like... The the Giants had lost seven straight heading yeah. into that series, yeah. like seven. And, and just straight. a general like bad run since the All Star break to begin with. Like they were in the playoff race at the All Star break, and heading into this series were what eight games out, ten games out, whatever it was, you know. And I don't know why. I don't know why they they look so timid. Like what? what all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the pitchers who Caleb Gotham had done this whole thing about, you know, bleep ball hitters. And, like, that's their mantra. Like, we're going to go out there, we're going to attack the strike zone, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. I mean, they had, they had games this week where they walked eight batters, five batters. There was multiple instances where it was bases loaded, and it was just like, we can't throw a strike. Like, it, it was so – I don't the, – the Giants were reeling. Like, they were absolutely reeling, and they look like the aggressor, and the, the Diamondbacks look like the aggressor. Like, why are all of these teams looking like the aggressors against the Phillies who are, again, what, 
four, 15 games over 500 heading into this West Coast trip? Like, why are these teams doing that to you? Like, you are supposed to be the team that is surging towards a playoff spot. You're supposed to be the team that is that is is taking advantage of this of this West Coast trip with with teams that are kind of faltering. And I know the the Diamondbacks by that point they'd only lost one series in August heading into that into that game, and it kind of feels like. And look, they just did beat the Brewers in a series too. Like they've played good baseball, but still. Hundred percent, and uh, but it's like still they're, f- they're six playing games for under nothing. Exactly, they're not playing for a playoff spot. Like it should be that simple on a basic. Like I hate to make things binary, but it's a matchup of two teams. One team has nowhere to go but the end of their season, and the other team is fighting for a playoff spot. Like that should be enough. Right, and and what it comes down to this, James, is they haven't won a series against a good team since June twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. It is September 4th, whatever, today? Is today the 4th? 5th? Today's the 5th, yeah. They haven't won a series against a good team, and that was the Braves series uh, back from June 25th to 27th. It, they have they went up to the Mets. They lost 2-3. They The Mets came here. They took 3-4. Uh, you know, they... They they just they haven't beaten you mean, a ju- good... It's got to be July, not June. That seems... No, fo- dude, I'm telling you. It was... Wow. It might have been July, honestly. Hold on, I looked at it yesterday um, because well, I was like, they beat they beat the Padres ju- the end of June, right? That that series with the Harper injury. Um, I mean, they've had some, uh, but I guess they have not played great teams. Otherwise. No, you're right. Sorry, it's July 25th for the. Okay, 27th. that made way more. more I'm like, so yeah, it's yeah, September. Yeah, I'm like, that seems impossible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So threw so, me but, off there. But, I was like losing. Uh, okay, good. Go. But since July, and then they had the uh, Pirate series out in in, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They split with Atlanta in Atlanta, which is whatever. They took care of the Nationals. They took care of the Marlins. They yep. lost to the Mets. They beat the Reds. They yep. lost to the Mets again. They yep, beat the yep, Reds. Yep. Pirates. Yeah, we're all back. Like. It's been over a month since they've won a series against a good team. And, you know, it's it's easy to beat up on the bad teams. And, yes, they've done a good job of that, and they get credit for that. But the second they play a team that has any kind of pulse, to just do that, it really, for me, it, it, it just dampens the spirits of what I felt like was going to be Oh, we're gonna break the postseason curse. We're gonna we're gonna finally be back for the first time in eleven years. Like I'm kind of at the point where, unless they make the five seed and they and they like kind of surge here to end the season out, like just just outlasting the Brewers, who I think stink, and getting the six seed and possibly losing in the first round. Like I'm not gonna leave this season thinking it's a big wild success. Like you know, it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, I'm happy they made the playoffs, but. You know, I, I need I need a little bit more, and and to go and and do that against a Giants team that again like has been just brutal, and have them look like the team that was more competent and was more was ready for playoff level baseball. I mean, the Reese play on Saturday was infuriating. Oh yeah. Um, like the the, the runners on uh, what first and second in the fifth they didn't get them home. Schwarber leads off with a triple in the in the seventh they don't get them home. Oh, I mean the whole the whole, other than the eighteen run game it was basically every game was runners on base not like that was the theme of the the entire trip it felt like well i mean yesterday base is loaded they don't they don't get it in and and if they get one run there or whatever then the jt homer gives them the lead rather than just ties it up it's just like little things are starting to add up and it's at this point where winning teams teams that you think are really going to make a run and do different things like you gotta lock in and the pitching staff has been infuriating um, like the starters, I mean, I think that, I think the starters gave them like 27 total innings this week. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, the falter was the only one that went Falter, past. stop her. 
only past the Cliff six. Falter, like, the only guy out there getting it done. I know, and it's just it it's 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 teetering right now, James. Like it, it's teetering, and it, I'm not. I think they're going to be make the playoffs. I still trust them. I still think that, you know, I, I'm not totally doom and gloom. It's more just like I'm disappointed that they did that, you know, and I, 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 I'm disappointed that they went out there and, and laid an egg on a, on a West Coast trip against teams that are under 500. I know they played aggressive. I understand. But it's just disappointing that that was what the, the, uh, the effort was this week. Well, as is always the way with this pod, you, you know, freaking out, saying the team's terrible, they're never going to win anything, and me calming you down and saying, it's all good, Jack, we're going to be fine. Um, I will say, look, and I'm not going to say it's all fine, I get it. Like, you know, this is, to Jack's point, this is a time to be disappointed because, again, it, the September thing, you know, I know it's a different season, and I'm always hesitant to you know, um, take, you know, certain trend type things and carry them from season to season. Cause you know, a lot of times it is a new group of guys. And a lot of times certain things are either context dependent or somewhat fluky or coincidental or whatever. But whatever this September thing is, it's been five years in a row. I mean, we've, you know, you look at the records, I mean, they were, it's crazy. We forget they were 11 games over 500 going into September of 2018. Like they went eight and 20 in September and October of 2018. They went 11 and 16 the next year or something. It was like 11 or 12 and 17 the year after that, 14 and 16, including, you know, uh, that October last year. Like they've just, the numbers just support that they go into uh, September every year with a chance and then, and then fall apart. So there's something there. But even regardless of, of the, you know, how real it is or how much it's in these guys' minds or not. Like, for the fan base, for us, like, there is no way you can watch what happened this weekend and not think about it. Like, there's just no way. It is just part of us. And until this team writes the ship, until they, you know... Do what they've done really all season in these situations, right? Uh, you know, the 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 Cubs series, boom, 12 out of 13. You know, all season long, Harper injury, boom, let's win a bunch of... Like, they've found ways when, they, when they're at their lowest, of you know, and lowest relative, obviously. Girardi fire, boom. You know, they've found ways to battle, to battle adversity, to win games, to get it done when they've had to do it. And that's why I'm not... You know, my main point is I'm not going to freak out over West Coast trip, like, too much because... It is a West Coast trip, and we know, like, these guys are human beings. I know, like, you know, people, that's my thing, I know. But, like, they did play 13, or excuse me, 14 games in 13 days when you include that doubleheader. Got straight on a plane to go to Arizona, played the next day in Arizona, played three straight, off day, San Francisco. Like, I'm not saying it's easy, but it is, you know, it's been a long stretch of baseball. It's been a long run, and I can understand how human things can come out. The The key, as we always say, is the bounce back, and can this team you know, fight back from the the depths of adversity that they have to face. And in this case, you know, I think it's the the most trying one yet. You know, Harper going down is obviously the most trying, but in terms of from a fan base in September, like this whole thing, I think it's just, it's impossible for us to look at anything rationally. You know, it's a, the Phillies are, are a good baseball team and they had a bad West Coast trip and, and that should be okay after being, you know, getting from from seven games or eight games below 500 to 12 games above, 13 games above before the loss yesterday. Like, you, you should be able to go to the West Coast and lose a series. But when it's, you know, the situation they're in this season from a playoff perspective combined with the history we have of the last few years of these exact things right when September starts, I think that's what makes it so, so jarring, you know? 
Yeah, and uh, I guess for me, it was weird that it <laughs> it felt like they felt it, which was uh-huh. I, yeah. It, the it, first, it started as soon as they played yeah. September. Like, what are we doing? Like, it really you, did. It's insane, Jack. It's almost like you couldn't like again. Like they went for their last series in August leading into September and that's when it starts and it's Nola pitching one of the last games in August heading into September we'll get to him but like it just felt like 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 same story same song and dance like it was just like oh oh yeah this is it we know yeah. this and my thing is that they're first off I believe they're way better than the teams of the last couple of years like my, way better what I what I keep hearkening back to is that I think this team's better like I don't I don't have this total fear of a September collapse. I really don't. You know, I, I am, it's more that I just expected better, I guess. Like, I think that's the way that I would put it. Like, I mean, disappointment's a word. I expected better because I, I, I do genuinely feel like they're better. And you're right. They, they, they've bounced back a lot uh, throughout this season. But it, it, it's also the, the little things that have just really annoyed me. Like, there's been a lot of little things that, you know, you can lose baseball games, but when you don't do little things that we know that, you know, you need to do in order to truly win in, in this league and they just completely collapse from those standpoints, that's what makes it frustrating for me. You know, you're going to lose baseball games. That's going to mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but- when they don't look like the team we've been watching. It's when we've gotten to, to fall in love with this team that actually is a good baseball team. And then we get a six game stretch other than that, you know, five out of six game stretch where they're. They don't. They're not doing any of the things that got them there. And it looks like they're choking. Yes. I mean, it's like they're, just, they're knocking the baseball around. Yeah. They're walking guys in. Their body language is bad. Yes. Yeah, and it has it has all the recipes of like here we go again. Um, that's the stuff that drove me nuts. I, again, you're going to lose baseball games in, in a baseball season. Even the worst teams win 65 games a year, but between the the bases loaded walks are just insane to me. Insane. Bad defense out of nowhere. Multiple was days in a row with in, with base. Like, like, what are we doing here? Well, ever and uh, listen, Ranger ever walking he, uh, guys in with the bases loaded. I mean, like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Ever since Keith Hernandez's little thing, it's just the 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 defense. But before the Keith Hernandez comment was like they the the best feeling percentage in, in, in baseball before the Keith Hernandez thing. And of course, you know, ever since Keith Hernandez, uh, it, 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 for a little bit after, cause I remember a lot of people being like, see Keith, look Keith and all that. But then you're right. Like the last, all of a sudden it's falling apart. Like the other, when, when, and who knows Sosa is even not making every play and then, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, but just disaster, disaster West coast trip. Um, but I mean, really, the, you have three straight get right series. You know, yeah. you have Marlins, yeah. Nats, Marlins. You, you got to get right because at that point, after these three series, then it goes Braves, Jays, Braves. Yeah, and, it's and, uh, and, nine games, seven against the Braves, two against the Blue Jays in there. And that's big. And that's when, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see what this team's truly made of. They should go seven and two in their next nine. Uh, I don't think that's totally unfair to ask for. Uh, knowing this baseball team, they will win what, like eight, and then lose the last one. Of course, right when we're about to right record. before, right before we're going to record. Of course, yeah, a hundred percent. So um, I hope they bounce back. I'm praying they bounce back. I'm not totally like I'm not. I'm not you know sounding the alarm, saying here we go, here we go, here we go. I am just so annoyed and disappointed that they did that. And they need to come home, get off the West Coast, and figure it out. 
and uh, and and write this whole thing. I and look, I do think they will bounce back at least sort of to a certain point. I think they're to, to the point you made before. I think they're better than the Brewers. They're in a better position than the Brewers. Brewers have a similar similarly easy schedule. I mean, the Padres have a uh, horrendously tough schedule, and they're right there with them too, and have proven not to be anything special. I really think all three, it's gonna you know they're gonna fight it out. But I think the Phillies will be a playoff team. I think they'll rebound. Uh, but like, look, you know. There are things that are concerning, and we're going to get into them in a minute. You know, I want to ask you about Nola. I want to ask you about Wheeler. I want to ask you about some of those things. But on the whole, like, look, I think the whole attitude that I have with this team, and I want to see them play better baseball so that, you know, if nothing else, when they do make the playoffs, it feels, to your point you made before, like, I don't want it to feel like, ah, you know, they made the playoffs, like, whatever. Like, this should matter. Like, it's been a long freaking time. We have waited a long time, and even if it's three games that aren't in Philly and we don't get a game at Citizens Bank Park, which would be a bummer, like, I will be okay with the fact that they made the playoffs if they make it uh, fighting their way in and and I at least feel like they're a, I got a chance going in. I don't expect them to win a playoff series. I'd be happy if they do, but, like, I don't expect them to go into Atlanta and win a series. I don't even necessarily expect them to go into St. Louis and win a series. I think they could, but, like, I'm not going to be devastated if they don't. Like, this is the, in my mind, the 07, you know, parallel type of year if we're talking about trying to build something again or, or you know, if 07, they won in 09, it was 07. Like, that type of, who knows where we're going to go. Like, baseball's weird, but I do think that I want, I think they're going to make the playoffs, and I want it to matter because it should freaking matter. Like, it's been a long time. We should love it and appreciate it. And for the most part, unless they struggle more, this team deserves our appreciation for giving us a really fun year. To your point, we just need them to, like, you know, make it look a little better going in. And again, it's just five of six. I feel like I I keep flashing back to that Cubs series, and they were a way worse baseball team. They lost that uh, three straight against the Cubs coming out of the break, and they were what? three games above 500 or something like that, and everyone's losing their minds. Then they rattle off 12 out of 13 against bad teams, which is what's coming up now. Um, all right, like, uh, let, let's just get into a couple of the specifics because obviously there's not, you know, we're not going to break down every game of the, 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 I don't want to. I want to pretend it never happened. Like, I'm kind of, you know, in, I, I, again, I'm actually enjoying talking to you for what it's worth, but I didn't want to. Um, but quickly- well, and it's very convenient, by the way. It's very convenient that you you don't want, want to want to break down uh, Kyle Gibson's masterpiece on Friday. Who? Very. What? Wait. Who? What? <laughs> very I convenient. Oh, I didn't even notice he pitched. Oh, oh, I'm my bad. Look, uh, big game. We, hey, look, we all know what Kyle Gibson is. Kyle Gibson is three good, one horribly disastrous. Three good, horrible. You know he. Kyle Gibson's ceiling is 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 way better than I would expect. He's just gonna go out and give you some freaking super 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 big duds sometimes. Yeah, well, and, and, and you know, if he doesn't go one and two thirds or whatever, maybe they don't have to pitch Robertson okay, forty this pitches. Is, this on is Sunday. this is called deflecting here from, from the <laughs> other guys that we're about to talk about quickly, quickly, quickly because. Um, Obviously, with uh, off day today and the series starting tomorrow, we probably won't record again before this because it is on Thursday. So Thursday, come hang out with us. We're going to be at Gleason's in Levittown. Fritz, me, we're watching the Phils, a Phillies watch party in Gleason's in Levittown Thursday. It's going to start at 6 o'clock. We'll be out there. And uh, as last time, as you guys know, anyone who went to the one in uh out there and skip back. We uh we at timeout uh we stay till the end of the game and have a blast. And you know your tourist really isn't here to to almost ruin our night. Uh, and still couldn't. They won for what it's worth. Knock on wood. High hopes nights of any kind this year have been 
you know, maybe the best thing the Phillies have going for them in terms of uh, spurring them to victory. Um, this is going to be fun. So Gleason's at Levittown. Who knows how the rest of the season plays out, but this is the only, like, the last guaranteed can come hang out with us for a game thing. We hope there'll be more. Who knows what sprouts up? Who knows if they make the playoffs? But last one guaranteed for sure, Gleason's Levittown Thursday night. We're there. And, and one of us will be having uh, Bills minus two and a half Ooh, uh, buddy. Against, against the Rams on opening night of the NFL season. So, so I will, uh, that will be both of us because, you know, opening game, I will definitely be placing a couple shackles. I am rooting for the Bills, so I will be in on that. I like the Bills. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of fantasy football players in that. It seems like a fantasy heavy game, you know. Sure, there'll be people at the bar. We've got Cooper Cup and Stafford and Allen, all these guys. Go, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. And the Phils are playing another easy team, which, you know, I I appreciate the, the people that decide the high hopes nights. Well, Seems like I they... mean, can we be honest? We were like 0 and 20 or 0 and 15, 0 and 10, whatever we've done, like coming into this year. So, you know, yeah, we deserve some wins. Let's, you know, fix the, the, the total record a little bit here. Right, and you know that's the probably the biggest sign that this this Phil's team continues to be different is that exactly they're actually right. winning on exactly on high right. hopes nights. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Uh, go Bills minus two and a half, and go Phil's, and uh, go whatever fancy player. I have four drafts tomorrow, James. Like all. So like, yeah, I have one tonight. Uh, shout out to Dave Stoneback who listens to this pod. He'll be in the draft, and I don't know if anyone else in the league listens. Donnie McGeary sometimes listens. Shout out to both those guys if they're listening. Uh, I have that draft tonight, and then we we have our WIP draft tomorrow. So that's a lot you got. I only have two more going. I had one. I've only got three leagues, and then a, a guillotine league. So, what you got? Yeah. Well, and I have a. Uh, I I was requested by my brother-in-law to draft for him as he is going oh, away. Oh yeah, or that's that's so I strong do word. That. And also, um, Jack told me uh, um, something, and I'm gonna divulge it. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, this was this was private conversation. Um, in the in the car together um but jack told Phenomenal. me that and then this is um a warning to everyone in the wib fantasy league jack's actually actually going to try in fantasy this year so he's just he let me know that this year he's actually going for it so warning. yeah i had lost the fantasy itch but there's been uh too much slander towards yep. my name yep. um and I would just like to remind everyone that i'm very very good at fantasy football and i will be returning yeah. with the vengeance yeah yeah see that wasn't what you were expecting i was going to say there did you well, I also have my fantasy baseball playoffs, which are starting today. Which yeah, is, we talked about that too. Mine yep. starts next week. I got one more regular season week, and then and then next week. I don't know who's going to collapse harder. I, this Phillies team or my fantasy baseball team? Like it's, I've won the regular season the last like five years. I've lost in the championship the last four. It's just it's just been a tough go of it. Um, and this year, thankfully, I kind of limped in. Got like the five seed, and uh, hopefully, I I surprise some people. But yeah, that's um, what I'm trying to do too. I'm normally like you know, have do very, 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 very well in this baseball league, either dominant or, you know, usually win money in one way or another. And I too am limping in. I'm going to be the five or the six seed. So uh, I like, uh, it's what we're doing this year. We're under, just like the Phils, limp in, make some moves, Jack. How about that? How about limp that? in and then get hot. <laughs> All right, let's get to a couple specific guys because it is Labor Day and, you know, we've got families to hang out with. Um, Specifically, let's, obviously like, you know, we'll get to the Wheeler injury, but, you know, we haven't talked since Nola. It was one of those, you know, can we finally trust him? 
you know, it's September, but oh, he's been so great this year. And it was like, he was basically like, bleep you immediately if you trusted me. Like, bleep you if you believed in me. September Nola's back. He's back with a vengeance. Like, oh yeah. my God. All right, what I, were your uh, thoughts watching that? And then, like, honestly, all jokes aside, like, where are you at with September Nola? Well, listen, I, I was yelling at my like I was just like like why did you do this to me again like why 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 do I have to hear the whole September thing like why do you have to why do you have to do this um so obviously I'm very frustrated and it's like come on man like I want I want to believe in you like I would I would love nothing more than to be like Aaron Nola is my guy given the ball and I trust that in a big start he's gonna go out and he's gonna give them seven eight good innings and he is going to uh you know he's gonna destroy all the narratives uh around him and then he does that and it's like i just can't do it i i can't i can't like i can't shield the 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 the, all the the conversation that's gonna happen around around him not being able to step up when this team needs him like that's such a spot where it's like you just blew a seven nothing lead the night before you lost thirteen to seven. Just go out and shove, man. Go Against a, a mediocre bad team, whatever you want to say. Like go out and shove. Oh, and 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 and, and also going head dab with an ace. Like going head dab with a stud, right? Like like you're going up against Zach Allen. This dude's in the middle of a streak. Like like it's like when we goes up against Scherzer and blows and stuff. It's like you like show some freaking like you know chutzpah going up against the other team's ace and be like i got my squad against you you know yeah and it's like aaron nola is is so interesting because he's definitely really good like like he he gives him a ton of innings doesn't get hurt uh but it's just you never trust him you just you can't ever be fully bought in because there's that little thing that keeps pulling you back and um, I would love again. I would love nothing more than for him to 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 shut it all down, shut down all the conversations, and and truly put September behind him. Now, to be fair, his last start was in August, right? I mean, it was <laughs> was it was it August? I think it was August thirtieth. August thirtieth, yes. It was yeah, August so 30th. Yeah, that's what made it maybe, so funny. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, that September Nola really is different, but um, yeah, it was just it was infuriating and. Uh, just like pitching wise, he didn't really have his change up. And I think what made him so good against the Reds was that he had a really good change up that he could play off of his fastball. Um, I'm just, I'm still not a fan of the cutter. It just, it just doesn't look right. Like it doesn't seem like it, it, it dives at all. It just kind of floats up there. I guess it, lo- it gives a, the hitter a little bit of a different look, but whatever. Um, you know, I, again, I, 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 I kind of watch Aaron Nola games with like my almost my my hands over my eyes you know just like oh yeah peeking buddy. out oh, um yeah. and i want to trust him and i think he's a good pitcher he's got to figure out the september thing because it's just going to be there until he shuts it down yeah you're watching your no like whenever emily hates horror movies i love horror movies but whenever we watch anything that you know she watch action she watch stuff but there'll be like you know something that's scary in a non-horror movie She'll always do the, you have to watch me, you have to watch me, and like cover her eyes and I'll watch and tell her what happens. Yeah, that's like an Aaron Nola. Like, I want to do that with her. I'm going to tell her, I'll do your horror movie thing. You watch Aaron Nola starts me, so I don't have to watch this, okay? Just tell me. What? Oh, 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 no, was it? Give me that. Um, all right, and I'm right there with you. Look, as 
as ridiculous as it is, because it's just a month of the year. Uh, but you know, I, I need to see Nola pitch good in September before I'm I'm like multiple starts before I'm going to trust any September start against any team. You know, and that sucks because to your point, he's been great this year. Like arguably before that Arizona start, you could argue he's been their best pitcher, that he's been better than Wheeler this year. Like he certainly has been there more, you know, so um, he's been great this year. And and that start really unraveled a lot of it Uh, quickly on Wheeler. And then I got one more thing I want to ask you and then take bag and all that. I know we got, you know, we got into a lot, but, um, but um, the Wheeler thing quickly. And then I have one more thing, but, you know, obviously we weren't too worried then, you know, it's still sore. MRI, no structural damage, but it's sore. You know, uh, where you at? Uh, so I can't, <laughs> I can't tell if they're trying to be like, if they're trying to be cute and and uh, just giving him a good amount of rest with three kind of cupcakes coming up and and then working him back in, or if like I should be on on panic. Yeah, city I'm, down. dude. I'm, I'm. I don't know what to do here, Jack. Like I, the, I genuinely the, it's don't. still sore. I'm just like enough. All right. I, 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 if, if you are stringing us along, like I, not okay anymore. Like I don't care about any, like, no, you know, just enough. Right. Like, like, uh, this is honestly, our hopes would, and dreams you are touring with right here. I would, I would lose, I would lose a good amount of respect if they, they say he could have made his next start. I agree. And all of a sudden I he's agree. done could have pitched through it. Uh, yeah. If he's, if he, if they say he could have pitched through it and he's having Tommy John, like, that's a real breach of trust type of thing with your fan base. I, I agree with you. I don't think they would have done that. Yeah, so I'm still kind of – I know like teams lie about injuries all the time, but it's the way you say it to where you can know if it's time to be Meltdown City or, okay, just give – So I, but it's also like – it's not the time to be cute. Like no. it's not like I don't need the I, I don't need this whole like, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Like we're going to make the playoffs and we're so we're like 14 games over 500 and whatever. Like, no, 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 no. Like, let's 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 get this thing rolling in the right direction. Um, let's get Wheeler back. Um, I know he's still sore. Hopefully that the next update is good. But I would be I would be really, really disappointed if it comes out that he's actually, you know, really, really done. Um, and. I'm still, I'd be furious, I'm, disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed is what we are after the West Coast trip. Furious is what we would be if they said he's fine. He could have pitched through it. We're just being cautious, and then he's having Tommy John. I'd be furious. Right. So I am still taking them at their word with the right to be furious if it comes out that he's done. So, yeah. uh, it, it, but it pretty much is as simple as if 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 they don't get Wheeler back. Oh, it's done. over. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's over. over. They might make the playoffs still, but it's over. You know. Um, well, and then you start worried about next year. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's the Tommy John now, then he's gone all of next year, most likely. It's a whole. Yeah, let's not even let's not even put that out there. Let's just hope that that they're resting. Who knows? But I'm I'm with you. I'm not I'm not happy right now with that. That's probably my honestly with everything. My number one not happy is that. Um. All right. Last thing I want to get to, and then and then you can take bag it up. Um. And it, like you know, it, it, of course, you know, Phillies lose five of six. You know, Phillies start fans. Of course, we've had this fun thing where, at least for the most part, the vast majority of us have been on the team side this year and on each other's side and vibing with each other. And then, of course, you know, the bickering and and whatever starts when when people start saying, you know, Bryce Harper's the problem, and then all this dumb dumb. We don't curse on that. I I came close. Dumb bleep happens, and people are just like, it's the most annoying dialogue that's been going on in a while on Phillies Twitter. But like. Like, enough with it. All right, Bryce Harper is the MVP. He's a superstar. He's our baby. But you talked about in the last pod the chance that maybe they let up a little bit or maybe 
Like it's clear that that obviously, and I don't think it's one to one. I don't think Bryce Harper comes back and they're worse because of it. But they've been worse since Bryce Harper's come back. You know, where are you at with that whole thing? Uh, it's it's really annoying. And you know, I did baseball is is a individual sport wrapped up in a team sport. Like what a good way Bryce, to put it. I love that. Like Bryce Harper is is a really good player. He he you know, they were also playing really good baseball before he got hurt. You know, like they, it's not like they were it's not like they went 32 and 20 without him and they in that they were like bad before he got hurt. Like they were already starting to turn this whole thing around before Bryce got hurt, you know? So it's not like you know, it's not like, oh wow, like, there's not a big correlation here. I know people will bring up, oh, yeah, it's well. not like the Girardi thing. It's not like you know they were eight games under, they seven games under, they fire him, and then they win a bunch of games. Like they were, they had already won a bunch of games. Yeah, and you know, I, I listen uh, the the whole like, oh well, the Nationals won without him. I understand. Like here's the here's the truth is that is that Bryce is a really big personality, and that's kind of what you have. Like superstars have a have a big, you know, there's a lot of uh, attention around them, so. Like, yeah, of course, it's going to be a little, it's going to be different when Bryce is back. He's the MVP of the league. He's the best player on the team. He has been the face of baseball since he's like been 16 years old. Like there's, there's, there's different expectations when he's around and th- they got to figure it out. Like, th- like, it's not like Bryce is going anywhere. And, you know, I don't buy into the whole, oh, they're better without Bryce thing. Like, no, they played above their heads against a lot of bad teams and they knew they all had to step up without him there. And I give them a ton of credit. I give them a ton of credit. What those guys did with Bryce out, um, you know, that that they should be rewarded for that. It's amazing. But he's back now, and it's not time to take your foot off the pedal, you know. Um, it, it's time. It, it's go time. And I, I do kind of feel like some of the guys in the lineup maybe were like, oh, Bryce is back. Like, like some of the pressure's off me. And I made that little attention to stuff has just been kind of taken off. And it's like, no, that, that can't happen. So – my hope is, James, is that they went out west, uh, and and my optimistic outlook is that this is a massive wake up call that Bryce coming back is not fixing everything, and Bryce coming back is not is not uh, the end all be all, and they come home and and they take care of business with Bryce being a part of it. Um, and the other thing I was thinking with the Bryce um, coming back and and whatnot is that people do forget that. Even last year in his MVP run, um, when he came back from the from getting hit in the face, like his his two weeks post that were pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Now he's been better, I think, since uh, better than he was last year coming back from the injury. But it took him about a good two weeks to totally. really get back to being totally, Bryce. Jack. Totally. And we're 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 slowly ap- approaching that point. He hasn't been bad. Um, he just hasn't been driving the ball like like he was, which I think is natural. Um, looks like he's been a little bit late recently. So um, you know, I, I fully expect Bryce and the and everyone to kind of figure this whole thing out. I, I my optimist my other optimistic outlook is that listen, they got a bunch of guys in runners in scoring position. They're gonna drive those guys in yeah. at some point. Yeah. No. And then, and yeah. getting and getting those guys in those positions does matter. Yeah, no, you just gotta yeah drive them in. But yeah, I'm I'm with you on all that. I think it would only be human for them to be like, oh, you know, even subconsciously to let up a little bit when you get Bryce back. Think, oh, now we got Bryce, we don't have to push quite as hard and all that. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm hoping this West Coast trip is kicking the ass. All right, take back it up, buddy. All right, so I'm gonna be completely honest here. 
I don't remember writing this out. This one, this first no, thing that I wrote good, down. Good, good. I love that. That's um, good. What a it might. It was probably about one thirty in the morning, and it was probably delirious slash. You know, when they were blowing a lead, I'm pretty sure I cracked love open it. a few. Love this. <laughs> Big fan of this. Um, <laughs> I wrote. I wrote. Do other fan bases feel losses? You know, like do other fan bases feel as crushed as we do when? Question. Then they blow it like the seven nothing. It was so it was like, what are you doing? Like, why did you do this to me and to the listeners of this podcast and the fans? Like, why did you do that? Um, And I just wrote down, do other fan bases feel losses the way that we do? It's a great question. I think there probably are fan bases, particularly throughout all sports that do. But I definitely think we are somewhat unique with that. We go from zero to meltdown like. Again, we are Very we are nice. we are the yes. we are the fans of the losingest franchise in the history of North American sports. There are a lot of of uh, you know idiosyncratic things that come with that, and I think feeling losses is absolutely one of them. Uh, the second thing that I have here is that if the Phillies do uh, full full on collapse here, and they God, why why are you even saying that? What are we doing well, here? Because what, what is happening right now? Because if that happens, Bob Nightingale. Like I Oh yeah, yeah. He needs to be taken to like I, I don't know what we need to do. The I'm biggest gonna, enemy of this podcast yeah. in the history of the world. Like, just just a disaster. Like what 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 are you doing, buddy? What are you thinking? Like what's happening here? Oh, I Philly's refuse. players, anyone for talking to him, like all of it. Like everyone should everyone should I, I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna say something I don't mean. I'm not okay with any of it, Jack. How about they should all grow up and make the playoffs first? Well and said. Well said. Be, act, Bob, like, act like adults, all right? Yeah. And, and Bob. Enough. All right, Bob, you, stick to you, breaking news, all right, pal? If you nightingale this whole thing up, I oh there will there will be no bigger enemy of the High Host podcast. Yes. Um, besides Ryan Yarbrough for breaking yes. the Kimoniac's hand. But, I agree. And Blake Snell and a few others. But, keep going. Yes. but Bob Nightingale, enemy number one. Don't let it happen, Bob. Um. So, I am fine with Schwarber at the leadoff spot, whatever. Ooh. But I want to see... Bryce has what, to get out of the cleanoff spot, right? Like, enough of this? I want to see what Stott... I Stott's, hate it. I, I, re, relax. I want to see, see what Stott and Segura look like at the top of the lineup. Ooh. Like, I want to... Mix it up. I want to know if it won't work before I totally dismiss it. Like, I just... I think those two, and they were... They were great in the Giants series. Like the only two guys that like I felt like showed up, um, and they just they have a they have a really good connection, and they, they I feel like there's something there with those two that they kind of feed off each other, and I kind of want to see what they would do at the top of the lineup, and then it lengthens the whole thing out. Also, it, it, and I don't have numbers to back this up. Like this is strictly feel, um, but it just felt like the last week where. Some of the guys at the, at the bottom of the lineup will get on base, and then it turns into like I don't like having two strikeout guys, one two. And I know they have value. I know they're good players, but I don't. I would rather have sh- not have those strikeout kind of guys up at that point of the lineup um, when you need to put balls in play. So Stott and Segura, I think, do a pretty consistent job of of, of putting the ball in play. I know they struck out twice. Um, in back-to-back situations, I think yesterday or, or Saturday, that cost them runs. But I, I just, 
I think they have something special there, and I want to know what it looks like because I think it could kind of jumpstart this team. I, I have visions of Stott leading off with a walk or whatever, Segura you know, hitting the ball the opposite way into the corner. They go first, third, bang. You have those two up, and Bryce is coming up. Yes, I am with you. Uh, we need to stop with the, the, the Bryce in the cleanup spot thing. It is, it is egregious. Get, get him in the three-hole, and, and let's figure this whole thing out. But I don't know how the rest of the lineup shakes out, you know, whatever. But I want to see what Stotzagora Harper look like. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, look, I it's one of those where we went through it the whole time, like, well, where do you put Reeves? Where do you put Boehm? This and that, blah blah blah. Like, I'm down for whatever at this point. Clearly, what they did, it it hasn't had the same vibe as the lineup did before Harper came back, and you know, the lineup should not um, feel less exciting when Bryce Harper's in it. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm with you either way. Harper has to bat three for me. Like other than that, I'm down to try anything, but I, sure. You know, I think it's an interesting idea and it gives you a lot of thump after too. Yeah. And it, it lengthens the whole thing out. It does. Um, it definitely does. It lengths it out without a doubt. I mean, then all of a sudden you got, you know, uh, theoretically like, you know, uh, you got like bone batting seven, you got, you know, get, you know, legitimate guys at the bottom of the lineup. Yeah, and two, I think, good table setters, one, too, just to kind of, you know, I want to see what it looks like. I think I think it would work. Gotcha. Um, so, all right. Uh, I was going to say this for later, but I I mean, the the fact that I'm, you know, 45 minutes. I was about to say, it's pretty late. We're 45 minutes in, so yeah. Yeah. Griff McGarry oh. has been. Oh. Griffey. Oh. Griffey. Uh, Griff promoted AAA, and here's oh. my thought on what the they're. Pen. Let's go. What here's my thought on what? Oh, they're by doing. the way, real quick, am I bringing something? Because the one thing I forgot to say before when we were talking about the Harper coming back needed too is like not having Sir Anthony has mattered just as much as we thought it would. Go ahead. Yeah, well, because everyone's uh, thrust into a situation yeah, that they're not exactly. totally ready for. Like when you have when you have Sir Anthony Hand, um, Robertson, and I'm forgetting one at the back end. But it, when you have Sir Anthony Hand, Robertson, Alvarado, like you have those guys at your disposable uh, disposal at the end of the games, like yep. it. It makes things just so much easier. Now it's like we got to put Bellotti in a role. He's probably Robinson not for two two innings or this or that. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. So Griff. Yeah. So it, it's been interesting. So with Griff, he I this is what I think. So I think that the the rotation has been so brutal recently with going deep into games. They need someone in like the the Nelson role um, that can come in and give them innings like middle relief, long man stuff. If, if guys don't go deep, but then I was thinking. You know, I think Ranger needs to go on the IL again. Um, you know, there was talk in his last start in, in Arizona that he has back heavily wrapped. Like, maybe the back spasms are coming back. Um, it's been really annoying that, like, the fourth inning happens and, like, a runner gets on base. And Ranger's a guy that I had uh, down as a guy that I could trust with runners on base and in big games. And, you know, he's been kind of crumbling in those situations, which is annoying. Um, but I do I, – I, I, I do – Lend some belief that hey maybe he's banged up again and and they they need a little IL stint. So with Eflin coming back, maybe they put Ranger on the IL. They let Eflin open up games, give them three or four. Griff takes down the middle, and that's the way that you can kind of mm. piggyback your way through this um, and get Ranger right for the first round of the playoffs. Right, assuming at there, yeah, right, sure, I like it. Right, so that's Don't my thought it. there. And the other Don't thought, hate it. the other thought is, the other thought is like. I see a lot of well, Eflin's going to come out of the bullpen. I'm just telling you, it's weird. I don't, He's never done it. Putting a well, guy in that spot to just come out of the bullpen is not easy. Well, he has done it. He was out of the bullpen a couple of years ago, 
And when did it when was, was he out of the bullpen? I don't remember after. Dude, it was like remember that remember that time where they sent him down. Oh, 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 yeah, but for a very short period of time. But yes, I do remember that. Yes, it was strictly like a numbers crunch thing, and he came back. Like, 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 yeah, I meant never done it like any sort of real uh, extended time as as that role. Right, and I I know what you meant, but it's just like starters going. Like he's a starter, and I know, and they have routines. Is my point. It's hard to go from like doing your whole starter thing to being thrown into a bullpen. Right. So I I don't totally trust the Eflin's uh, bullpen thing. I just don't. Know if that's going to go well, but if you want to open them and then have Griff take them in the middle, I think that could work while you hopefully get Ranger back. But I also think that I think there's a chance for more here with Griff. Like if he comes in, like he automatically becomes when you're talking about pure stuff out of the bullpen. I would probably put him fourth, like already. Like I think his stuff is 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 stupid. Um, so, you know, I just I, I already have visions of, of Griff taking down big time playoff innings and like firing up the whole crowd and, and uh Citizens Bank Park is sold out after they win a first round matchup against the, the, ah. the Cardinals. And Griff is uh and Griff is dominating like in a you know, Andrew Miller, Adam Wainwright no six, you know, why not? Why not, Griff? Why um, not, pal? Why not? Dave so, David Price in 08. I'm in. Oh, so many, so many examples. Griff McGarry, a Fritz guy, true and <laughs> through and through. Uh, you want to talk about Vinny, Vinny Natoli's slider, or do you want to move on? What do you think I want to do here? Yes. Yes. Uh, look pretty good. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. So we did Looked it. Like, we did it. It was good. Looks like he uh, generates a lot of soft contact. So uh, in on Vinny Natoli. Um, they have to take the kid gloves off of off of Sam Coonrod. Like. He's been pitching in like the fifth, sixth. Like Sam Coonrod looks nasty. Yeah. I mean, he threw some like ninety-six mile an hour like splitters yesterday. I was like, that is just stupid stuff. So it feels like they're kind of easing him back in. Like we can't, we can't do the easing back in thing. Like I, I need him high leverage. We gotta, we gotta step up his role. Um, because the back end of the bullpen needs it. Strong so. cosign. This couldn't agree more. And my last thing, it looks like in the take bag, is I was ridiculed and I was mocked on this podcast, not just by you, mm-hmm. but by the, the the listeners of like, oh, see what Jack said? Oh, like he, he could really compare Bailey Falter mm-hmm. to Cliff Lee. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to say, tell me you didn't, <laughs> you didn't think a little bit like, you know what? There's a little cliff here. There's a little cliff. That's four straight quality starts for, for Bailey Falter or four straight wins by Bailey Falter, whatever. Um, I, I am just really, really intrigued here with Bailey and... I've already started thinking about next year because that's what I do. And if you have a uh, big game, Kyle Gibson coming off the books, you have possibly Eflin coming off the books. You have Thor who shocking, shocking is not the uh, dominant pitcher that, mm-hmm. Oh, he was, he, they won all the starts so far. Yeah. Well, why don't you, why don't you see if you can generate a swing and miss every once in a while, but you have those guys coming off the books. You have, you have Wheeler, Nola, Ranger, and then you go falter, hopefully getting better. That way, you know, you don't have to rush the kids up. Maybe it's Griff. Maybe it's Painter. Maybe it's Abel. But it gives you nice flexibility to where you have a, a solid four pretty much set. Um, you can go get a, a free agent starter. There are some, some good names out there. 
Um, if they want to get another opener, Jacob DeGrom is, is a free agent this offseason. Maybe if they want to do that. Um, but like it just it, him developing into possibly a good rotation piece. I'm not obviously going to go overboard with Bailey Falter, but it just makes everything a lot easier for next year when you have three pitch, starting pitchers coming off the books. Yeah, I, I, I trust Falter more than anyone else right now. Is that what you want to hear, Jack? Because it's true. Wow, that sounds like a disaster. It's they, they the, might, they not might really collapse here. They I want really I here. want Bailey Falter taking the hill over everyone else right now in the in the rotation. So wow. it's good. We're in wow. good shape. Things Future are good. Game three starter. This, yeah, Bailey I'm Falter. the guy who's like, oh, everything's fine. And then I'm like, Bailey Falter, the guy I trust most. It's great. I'm not oh, even kidding. Buddy. Like with Wheeler Hurt, like I'm not even kidding. Like in all honesty, I feel I feel like I trust Gibby next outing because he usually doesn't have two bad ones in a row, so he'll probably be good next one. But in general, like yeah, you know, I trust Bailey, and I don't really trust much else right now, starter wise, heading into this September. So it's good. It's good. Uh, good spot to be in. We're good. We're good. You got anything else, buddy? No, I guess I'll just give my final thought here. There it is. And then you can wrap it up. Everyone can enjoy their Labor Day. Yes. Well, whatever. Everyone. <laughs> um, you know, as the two leaders of the this this will be mostly fine uh, movement. Yes. I would just like to say brutal West Coast trip. Very disappointing. Annoyed they did that. I thought they were better. They weren't. Whatever. Put it behind us. But I don't feel a September collapse coming. I don't think everything is falling apart. I totally understand that mindset because they've done it for four straight years and it's been just disheartening, but I still don't feel it with this team. Talk to me after this next like three series heading into the, the, the big stretch in the mid, middle September, late September might be in a different spot, but not there yet. We got to hold, be strong. It was never going to be easy. It would, they, you, you knew it wasn't going to be easy. They're not making it easy. Still think this is a playoff team, and the September collapse is not going to happen. I love it. I couldn't agree more. A great point about it not being easy. We should have known it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. It, if, uh, uh, like, And it still won't. It's going to be tough. This is going to be infuriating, but I'm with you, Jack. They're going to get there. And, hey, if nothing else, we can do it all together, right? Go through the 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 – Ups and downs. No, the... Nope. I don't want to do it together. Well, I don't. So I won't be around. I'm literally just going to say, come to Gleason's and hang out with us. <laughs> but sure, as nail, like destroy my line before I even do it. I was like, we're going to do it together. And you can do it with us on Thursday. And Jack's like, don't come. So that's good. No, no. Come to I'm Gleason's on Thursday. Hang out with us and watch season. the Phils. All right. Jeez Louise, Jackie's. We, we need the We need a good. We need a good homestand here in a big way. We need to get home, Stan. Coming out with us on Thursday, we'll be at Cleveland's in Levittown. We're going to have a lot of fun. We'll watch the Phil's, and uh, it's going to be okay. Talk to us in a week, but it's going to be okay. He's Fred's himself. We'll see you later.